Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's time for the Mr. Wonderful Show. Here's your host, Mr. Wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Mr. Wonderful Show. Happy to be here on this week's episode in which we continue our Awesome Con 2022 coverage. Hopefully you checked out last week's episode where we brought you the Friday night coverage in which you got to hear the main stage panels for 25 Years of Buffy with Charisma Carpenter and Amber Benson, plus the Say Hey to Haley Atwell. Today, we're going to dive into the Saturday edition of Awesome Con 2022, which got started right away. The main stage was popping, and without any hesitation, we're going to get right into it. It was the spotlight on Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings cast, Samu Lee, uh, Menger Zhang, Florian Moon. Tanyu, I believe is how you say his name. He used to be a boxer. I should know his name because of that, because of the sports aspect of things. Uh, but he was in uh, Creed. He played, uh, he was in Creed 2, I should say, where he played um, the son of Rocky's foe, the man who killed Apollo Creed's father in Ivan Drago. Yeah, so he played Drago's kid in Creed 2, uh, you might remember him in Shang-Chi. He was a bit of a villain, turned a bit of a good guy. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a great start to the day. This was part of the Ace experience. So Awesome Con had actually teamed up with Ace uh, and were able to bring these three to Washington, D.C. Uh, the meet and greets for them were done differently. Like you had to do it through the Ace experience. So it wasn't like all the other Awesome Con ones, where if you wanted to get together with uh, somebody who will be coming up later on in the show, but if you wanted to meet, say, Anthony Daniels, C-3PO, you could just do that through the Awesome Con app, or you could just kind of walk up to the booth and be like, here's my cash, I want to get an autograph, or I want to have a moment to talk with them. That was not the case for this one, because this, again, was a special, you know, bringing in the Shang-Chi cast is a bit of a pull, uh, so this was a very exciting uh, room to be in. This was a room that I thought I was going to get there early enough for. And I did get there 20 minutes before the main stage, uh, before their panel began on the main stage. And I ended up so far back. This room was packed. I believe people legit waited outside of Awesome Con for the doors to open. And once the doors opened, made their way to this stage and found their seating because it was packed 20 minutes prior. Eventually got to a point that when they did take the stage, this was one of the most, uh, like this year, the main stage was so packed every single time, but this was one of the biggest uh, main stage rooms that that I've been a part of outside of Back to the Future, outside of Noah Schnapp, um, who we'll talk about uh, next week, and and as well as Sean Astin, uh, and Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, again, this year was very, very packed, but without any further ado, let's get into it. Uh, I apologize for this one because I actually, uh, when, when I went to Awesome Con that morning, I thought I had everything on me, but I forgot my MP3 recorder. So I had to record this one off of my phone, and I was unaware that midway through when I went to take a picture and video 
of a certain moment of the main stage, uh, it actually stopped the recording. So uh, here's the first part of it. I'll come back in and explain what happened uh, when I did hit record and uh, play the second part. But here we go. It's the spotlight from the main stage with the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings cast here on the Mr. Wonderful Show. Uh, it was like six. Uh, it was like six o'clock. I was working on I was working on set early that day, and then I got home. I remember we wrapped early. I got home, took a nap, woke up, was in my underwear, eating some shrimp crackers, and uh, and then I get a call on my phone, and it's an unknown number from from Burbank, California. And I had screen tested for for this role like two days prior, so I knew I was like, and then I knew that Disney Studios was located in Burbank, so I was like, this is this is it. So I started freaking out, obviously. Um, picked up the phone, it's Kevin Feige on the other line, and he's like, hey, see, it's Kevin Feige from Marvel Studios, I'm here with, uh, with Sarah Finn, our casting director, Destin Daniel Cretton, our director, which we want to tell you something, and then far off in the distance, I hear Destin, and he's like, we want you to be Shang-Chi, man, <laughs> and that was it, I, scre- I screamed into my phone, and I cried, and then, and then Kevin was like, now see, this is very important, we're going to Comic-Con in four days. You cannot tell anybody this news. Do not tell your family. Don't tell your friends. We need to keep this a secret. And I was like, hey. <laughs> you got I got you. I got you. Oh, wait. And then I hung up and I immediately called my best friend. Because <laughs> you can't keep news like that in. I mean, come on. No, you guys are probably better secret keepers than me. I, 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 I kept the secret all the way because um, at the first place I didn't know I was auditioning for a Marvel movie. I just saw an audition call in a group chat and uh, <laughs> it said um, they wanted a girl who can speak both English and Chinese and I thought to myself, well I can be that girl so I said <laughs> without knowing I was auditioning for a Marvel movie and until they sent me to Sydney to do a screen test to see one when I saw that name. That's the moment I knew, oh, I was auditioning for Shang-Chi. So you got on a plane, wait, you got, <laughs> you got on a plane, and you were just like, yeah, wherever, wherever, Yeah. and I'm pretty sure I remember that, because you were, you were by yourself, like you didn't come with, with anyone. No, I was by myself. Yeah, so and you just got on a plane, and you're like, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> and on the plane, on the plane, I was like, okay, I'm gonna play Simu's sister, so I wanna search some pictures of him so I can um, start to build the, you know, the chemistry or relationship with this guy. So I pull out my phone and Google his picture, and the very first couple of pictures popped up was him in Sydney, like wondering in um, Bondi Beach, like <laughs> by myself. Yeah, by yourself, and hanging on the. The, you know, the picture on Bondi Beach on the, <laughs> this bare for, for, for context, I, I arrived in Sydney, like I was the first of the cast to arrive in Sydney and like I knew nobody. So like on the weekend, I randomly went to Bondi Beach and like got papped, but it was the saddest paparazzi you've ever seen. It was just me in a backpack, like. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't with anyone, I wasn't on drugs. I was like, you know, it was just the lamest, I was just, like a little tourist. <laughs> yeah, that picture. Yeah. And I just, okay, mm, this is gonna be my brother, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Aussie and I love that you guys had a great experience down there. It's a one from Sydney too. Okay, tell me about your story. 
Well, I knew that I was going to audition for for the for Marvel, and um, I didn't know the role. What exactly. gave it away? Superhero vibe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, they they said to me they need a big guy, <laughs> and I was I was looking at my arms and I was like, yeah. You're like, nah. Yeah, nah. I think I can handle it, you know. And then obviously I auditioned for it and I was very excited, but um, those things take time and it took like uh, three or four weeks and then you start to think about it, you start to doubt it, and then obviously at some point I got the call from my agents and they were like, you want to do Marvel? And I was like, why not? <laughs> I think they said you wanted to Marvel put on 30 pounds. I would love to have someone tell me to gain weight, by the way. That's what basically you had to bulk up for the yeah, I think so. I mean, when, when I got the call from my agent, I also had underwears. Also some other clothes as well. But, uh, Something tells me that me and underwear looks very different from you. <laughs> Still good, though. Still good. Still good. Still good. Just different. So, we're here for the fans, and there's a lot of them in the room, so we're going to get to questions right away. We'll start with you over here. How are you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, uh, my name is So 
of us has talents. We just have to point them. But I truly believe that every single one of us has special abilities. So believe in yourself. We are the best proof that everything's possible. And if you happen to be six foot four and grow up to be three, you know, 300 pounds of pure muscle, then call it Florian. Hit me up. And so I did, and I was, you know, it was a minimum wage extra for a very long time. 
And then eventually I got an agent and just kind of kept kept going. And the whole time I just remember thinking to myself, I wouldn't, I don't want to do anything else. And uh, and that's that's it. That's how that's how it happened. Thank you. Oh, don't do that. I would not do that. Don't do I'm gonna get those questions for the rest of my career. 
and I could be cynical about it, or I could really see it as an opportunity to share with the world a unique and new perspective that they might not, you know, have, have considered before. And so, you know, I, I started leaning in, and, and I feel like the more the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And then, you know, it, it, I also feel like as much as I can, I try not to make the conversation about me. I think there's a message, and a, you know, there's a, there's a message out there that's far bigger than than my own individual career, and so, you know, I want to put myself in service of that. And uh, if I'm temporarily the instrument through which that message comes through, then great. And somebody else will take, you know, bear the torch later. But you know, to, to be a part of that is very, is very gratifying. You know, for people like yourself, people, all you know, all the people in the audience who grew up not feeling seen or, or heard in a, in a specific way. Um, you know, if you saw Shang Chi, you felt seen. You know, that, that, that means a lot to me. You're not going to agree with it. Yeah, I second that. You know, it, it, is, it is important to know that at some point, those questions will stop because there will be parity and it will become a non-factor, right? So the groundwork that you lay, right, it, it will. It just sometimes takes time. So we appreciate you not being cynical about the questions because they, they do matter. Question over here from you. Hi. Take, take me back to when it sucked in the face. Oh, the first, yeah, yeah the first, the first spicy 
um, underground fight club. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was pretty nervous because never really hit someone for real. <laughs> he he was really encouraged, and he said, "Yeah, just just go for it. You can you, you can't hurt me. Like, just, just go for it. I can take it." So oh, oh, okay, okay. So I so I went for it, and I and I and I threw a punch in his face. It hurt. Very well done. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, <laughs> we had such a great run, we had such a great, Shang-Chi came out, we saved cinema, it was like, we set a Labor Day box office record. <laughs> and then Spider-Man came along. <laughs> Thank you. 
Are we talking about movies? Just in general. Hobbies, man. Are you a soccer fan? I know soccer sports. That's again like sports all the way, you know, we can talk. Well, no, 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 I know this. I, I, I'll answer on Florian's behalf. Florian, Florian loves anime. Dragon Ball! Oh, yeah.
doing karaoke with me? What's your go-to karaoke song? I mean, first of all, I have to say we did a karaoke together. Yeah, we don't see that in the movie. But we, we did. did. Yeah, we filmed. We filmed a version of the karaoke scene before he shows up at the end. With the plate and the chips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was afraid that I was letting up to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, letting it fall to you. But um, I would probably go with one of the songs that we had to prepare for that scene, which was Backstreet Boys. So yeah, as you heard, uh, I actually was grabbing video of them doing the karaoke for Backstreet Boys, and the whole room lit up. It, it's a great moment. I will share that video on our TikTok, Thrill Me Podcast Network. So if you go ahead and you give uh, the TikTok a follow, as well as our Facebook and all the other ways you can follow us on YouTube as well. Uh, but if you go give the TikTok a follow, you can actually see the video. And that will also give you an example of how far back I was and how tough it was for me to find a spot in this uh, panel stage. But uh, continuing along, here's the final few moments of the Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings cast. Well, my question to you guys is... Which martial artist is your favorite and who would you like to collaborate in the next shot she will be? That goes to all you. Ah, it's got, for me, it's got to be Jackie. Human thing, he used things, you know, set pieces and props, and just redefined a, an entire genre. And I think, um, you know, he's just such a such an inspiration. So for me, one of the because I'm into action movies since I'm a little kid, and it was always Jet Li. Especially like my favorite one of them was Kiss of the Dragon. You know, there's that one scene where there's big black guys coming in and there's like turkey in the hog and it's like it's going on like I was like, okay, this is living So gently, I mean it will be fun to have him. Let's see what happens.
first of all, it's always the experience, right? You always want to become better. That's the mentality of an athlete, anyway. And um, the only way you can become better if, is if you surround yourself with people who are talented like that, because they elevate you to the next level. So I knew coming into this project, I will have the opportunity to work with beautiful, talented people who will do exactly that. And I'm very, very thankful for that, this journey. Did you just call me beautiful? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the story when you started, I was in, in my underwear.
Yeah, so a really wonderful panel. Uh, learned a lot there. Uh, I wish that I had known prior that Smoo Lee was a big New York Rangers fan because I, I probably would have jumped up and asked him a question about hockey as well, like I end up doing on the Sunday edition of Awesome Con. But uh, really fun to see those three there. It was cool to see their chemistry. I mean, you could hear it. Smoo Lee is absolutely everything you've seen in the interviews. He controls a room. He was mesmerizing. You keep your eyes locked on him. He's just capable of really holding your attention. And, and that was a really fun panel to be a part of. Uh, I, I love the, I, I know our buddy review at Rob, who has a review at Rob show that comes out every Tuesday on the Through Me Podcast Network. Uh, I was texting him and was like, oh man, he took a shot at your DC films because Rob loves DC. You always get DC updates on the review at Rob show. So uh, definitely enjoyed that. It was a, it was a fun panel to be in. Now, the next panel is the Oh Dear, It's Anthony Daniels, C3PO. Uh, this time I have my MP3 player. Uh, it goes to what I was talking about last week with the idea of if you go to Awesome Con or if you go to any con, stay close. Stay within walking distance of wherever the event is happening. If you can stay at the hotel that the event is happening at or, you know, five blocks away six blocks away like I was, it's worth it. Because after that panel, there was a long enough gap where I was able to leave the convention center, go back to my hotel room, grab my MP3 player, come back, get a spot. And I ended up pretty far in the back as well for this one because, again, this year the the main stage was packed and there were a ton of people there for Anthony Daniels, C-3PO. And, and I will say... Uh, the audio for this one might seem a little bit uh, out there as well because it was a non-traditional panel. Usually with these, it's it's a dim room, it's dark lights, people are on stage, there's moderators, there's there's a bright light shining up there on the stage, shining on the, you know, really kind of, if you go up to ask a question, it, it blinds you, they have the spotlight on you, the blind you, so you really can't get a good look, all of that. Not with Anthony Daniels. There was no moderator. There was none of that. They introduced him. The lights remained on, and he came running in from the back, grabbed a microphone, and was all over this room. At one point, he was standing directly in front of me because the guy that ended up sitting next to me, uh, you'll probably hear his kids. You are going to hear his his kids in the audio, I apologize for that. But now you know what I also had to deal with during that, uh, as that guy sat down next to me very kind of later into the panel. I believe it's like 15 minutes into the panel. He comes in and takes the seat, and his kid, one of his kids, instantly has no interest in being there. Uh, but he wanted to be there. He ends up getting to ask a question. So I know it meant something to him. His kid had no idea what it meant to. But uh, here it is. Oh, dear. It's Anthony Daniels. Awesome Con main stage with C-3P. I gotta warn you, y'all gotta be louder than that. No, 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 I just, I, no, this, this, is a, this is a sincere warning. Like, don't be caught off guard not being on your best behavior. The gentleman that will be joining us on the stage is a proper English gentleman who needs lots of noise and lots of applause. So don't let me down. I know him, he knows my phone number, he knows where I live, I don't need him showing up, just saying, 
to introduce to you an actor who you can truly, who, who truly only comes around once in a generation. So watch the screens, as here we go. Would you come up here? Would, would you and Daddy come up here or would that be 
That is a very good question, Alex. Thank you very much. Um, probably a favorite one. I've got several, actually, but one. And you know how Han Solo used to really be mean to 3 p.m.? Uh, And there is George, who was so depressed 
so tired he was meeting every British actor to be anything in his film. And he had people walking in being robots, and he's going, no, you know, I don't want that. And, he's going, mm. and I walked in, and I didn't care. <laughs> I was there to be polite. And um, we sat, and we discussed the fact that I didn't really care for science fiction. But then on the wall, it's in the book, did I say the book? Right here, you can see, look at that, the original painting by Ralph McQuarrie, that, and I, yeah, you can look at this camera work. Um, there is the original painting by Ralph McQuarrie. It was a bit bigger than this. But I fell in love with the character's face, and his kind of being, because he looked utterly lonely and sort of, it's sad, really, a bit me. And it's as though he was reaching out to come into the picture, or for him to come out of the picture. And I was touched, and that's the end of the conversation. Then I read the script the next day. I loved the character of the review. Um, and the next day I went back and I was, I was a little more, <laughs> uh, kind of not so, not so calm. And we talked for about an hour how I walked out of 2001 Space Odyssey because it was boring. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> All of it? <laughs> oh. Actually, um, it's become one of my favorite films now. I'm older. But I actually asked for my money back the first time to the studio at uh, the cinema earlier. And he said, why do you want your money back? Because it's a boring film. I won't tell you what he said, but the essence was go away. Uh, I didn't get the money back. So now I am there with George, and we talk for an hour. And then there was a pause, and I said, please, may I play the part? And he went, Not good, not good. 
So um, I limped to my mark, stood there, and um, they watched plastic padding apart. And the thing about being in a film, what the camera doesn't look at, the audience never sees. Had the camera dropped down, you would have seen a bunch of plastic in there. Not at all Star Wars. But then came the real, <laughs> real problem, and I've talked about this, it's in the book. You're going to read it up and let's check the story. Because the, George said, uh, actually, he was already exhausted when he had been started. I was already exhausted thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, action. Uncle, uh, oh, yes, Uncle Bowen came. I said, can you speak the binary language of my separators? But, sir, it's like a tech. You speak with it. Nice, sir. Voice rappers. Nice, sir. I thought you were George came up looking furious. And he looked straight into three of his eyes and my eyes and said, Don't worry about the voice. We'll fix it later. You can say anything you want. What do you mean, say anything I want? I used this to be. In like plays where so and so speaks, the other person replies, you know what the other person is saying. It's, uh, it's not brain science, I tell you, it's written down for you. Action, you speak the mind real language of voice of average. My semi best job is blah 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 blah. That was it. And of course, I wasn't into filming then, I didn't know. I mean, it sounds stupid right now, but it's the truth. And um, it wasn't until six months later that I got a good finish film. And it was six months later that uh, I got a call from America to Hollywood to go to Hollywood. Me. Long way that I had got there before. It's very strange. The next day, I'm in a dummy theater watching the film, putting about to put my voice on it again. And the engineer said, It's incredibly bad here. Stories, but you you paid to be, did you pay me to be here? You're paying for this. <laughs> 
Doing something I wasn't 
It's against my programming to translate from the synth. <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought it was a magical piece of writing. Red eyes. Yes, that was wonderful. Yes, did you want to ask a question? Well, it's the moment I have this speaking stick. Oh, I have a quick question. Uh, what do you think is the line that you have to take the most times in the answers? What is the line I have to take? Oh, how many, how many times? I think the biggest uh, was 14 takes, not my fault. <laughs> but I tell you, when you have um, things that me and you are doing, and the thing with JJ was this, that's terrific, let's do it. That was excellent. Just one more time. Yeah, I, I used to go up and smack him because he doesn't know kind of when to stop. But there's also some technical things. And 14 takes, when you dress like that, you count every second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, young lady, you did come this way. Okay. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm from Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love Washington. We've had a great time being here for a few days. And was, anybody see Star Wars in concert? And in answer, then you have a look at it, you have 
have to do anecdotal shows, school shows, whatever. Any opportunity, learn to tap dance, shuffle. I once was in a musical tap dancing. It's terribly difficult. But when you learn to tap dance and you make a mistake on stage in front of thousands of people, what do you do? You smile, and then they look at your face and don't think that's your own feet. So that's my first tip to you as an actor. Learn to horse ride, fence, jungle, sing, very important, and tap dance. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell him that we're going to destroy him again. But that is a 
put it to you. But, so, out of all of your career, are there any moments that you would prefer to uh, forget? Oh, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
and it can fix things uh, just digitally, and they helped out. So in certain sequences of the rise of Skywalker, I'm actually, no, I'll tell you, I'm wearing kind of a bikini, a gold bikini, so there's a gap in there, and then something higher than pinks in the middle of it, which makes me be able to do all sorts of things that would have been difficult. Climbing up the ship rock, I remember, uh, I could only do it by having space in the middle. Why can I stick my neck out for you? It's quite big on my capacity. 
from behind them. Hard the first time, I was now being put in back. We do it again. I know I'm kind of wrong. Action. Why I should stick out my neck for you is quite beyond my capacity. stages uh, for this one because uh, if you didn't gather from the C-3PO one, he wrote a book uh, if you didn't know, but wrapping up the main stage for the Saturday for me was the Sabrina the Teenage Witch cast reunion. Hilda, Zelda, Sabrina, Beth Broderick, Carolyn Ray, Melissa Joan Hart, all coming out and they talk about Sabrina and this honestly was just a really fun Love in the Room panel that we have for you right now on the Mr. Wonderful Show. All right, well, they are backstage, the main stage. Are you ready to get this thing started? Well, do me a huge favor. Please put your hands together and make some noise for your main stage host. Give it up for Steph
I imagine in the moments when you were working on the show, it was just part of what we did when we watched it. It was episodic television. There was no binge watching. You showed up at a certain time to watch. And now here we are, all these years later, with an entire new audience. Can you reflect on that? I know for you, I've seen you talk about this in the past. It's something you're most proud of. I would absolutely say this was definitely the biggest gift of my career was doing this show. Because it gave us access to children and it made children happy. You can't really ask for a better job that's doing that. Plus, we are witches in my mind. <laughs> and we really are family, too. And it just, you know, we really are. She's a very mean older sister. <laughs>
maybe 11, 12-year-old kids, and they ran towards me, and I'm like, I'm going to be mugged by tweens right now.
And uh, it was very, very helpful. It's literally like this. Move one inch to your left. Move no, and then like, move one inch to your right. Well, yeah. that's where it started. Nose towards us. Close your eyes a little. Squint. Lift your shoulders up. Like, you're like, is this, is this good? I'm like, is this, is this really how I was before? I'm like, yeah, that's it. So it was very helpful. Nowadays, all you have to do is go, go change. And they'll like, match it. I remember when Terry Gar was on the show and they said to her, and now you just
I succeeded at that. Um, but it, I mean, I have a lunchbox that has the animated cast on it, so that was fun. <laughs> I found the original um, video game. I have it in the box. Oh, that's CD Wong. Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. <laughs> there was also a jigsaw puzzle with all of our faces that I can't. I'm going to tell you a story about that jigsaw Oh, he saw my, I have a podcast, guys, what would have been, I expect you all to subscribe right now. Um, 
this guy. I'm like, oh, you're the target. Sabrina, you should really YouTube the last episode of Sabrina because I run off with him and I leave my wedding and I run off with Harvey. Spoiler alert. Right? <laughs> Thank you. 
plus your own parents, they love their Hallmark. So my question to you is, do you guys have a favorite Hallmark movie, and will we ever see you in a Hallmark movie, all three of you together? Oh my gosh. We should definitely be in one. I'm about to do that. Well, first of all, Flight Time. Uh, first of all, <laughs> Yes. 
every cameraman like laughed so hysterically. He's everybody's best friend. He's awesome. He was funny. He said he got some award. I can't remember why he won it. His daughter was about 12 at the time. And she turned to his wife and said, why would they give him an award? All he does is bark and smoke.
like a darker, younger audience, more like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then like, you know, ours was sitcom, theirs was uh, uh, single camp, so like episodic more. Um, and then ours was magic, theirs was witchcraft, so like really different, you know? I feel like it was yeah. magic. Except, like, I never saw it. It's totally different. I feel like there's a talk and, like, there's a lot of differences. I feel like, I feel like it was different. There's no similarities except for our name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the character names that came from the original comic book. Oh my god, they showed us an episode where, where, where I murdered you. Oh, my God. I love that. 
genius and did like 50 million different ones. But Davy Jones, although he relentlessly hit on Zelda. Oh my God. <laughs> he kept looking at me and going, I guess I just have to climb in. in on for the second day of awesome con the saturday coverage uh the shang chi cast 
Anthony Daniel, C-3PO, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch cast Reunion Witch. Again, just a really fun room to be in. Uh, Carolyn Ray, just controlling, dominating. You heard it. She was cracking those jokes. She was having a good time. And it was a really fun, fun room to be in. I was a big fan of Sabrina. Granted, I did not actually finish the Sabrina series. Uh, so it was a bit of a spoiler to learn the ending, although I did know the ending of the show. I eventually read up on it, but it is a show that I would like to revisit. I know my fiance has said she'd like to watch it. I think she'd really enjoy it, but fun insight to see how the show was done. Uh, their thoughts as well on the latest Netflix edition that was out for the past few years, as well as seeing Beth Broderick and Carolyn Ray taking on a little role in the newer one. But yeah, it was a good day of panels. There were a few more panels that day, but I, after the Sabrina one, went and checked out the Exhibitor uh, Hall and went down to to check out what the Exhibitors had. Uh, I, I had mentioned it last week. I, I did the walkthrough, that aspect of the um, Walter E. Convention Center in Washington, D.C., uh, and had kind of jotted down where I wanted to go, what I wanted, what I was looking for. So that's the day that I went over and uh, actually hung out with Tombstone Josh, who does the Metal Groove on Mondays for the Throw Me Podcast Network. I mentioned Review It Rob. Their buddy has uh, a, a, a shop that comes, and I've actually met him last year at Awesome Con when Josh was like, hey, if you're there, go see my buddy at Proton Factories. And I swung over, said hello to him at his booth, picked up some socks. Uh, I got a Cheech and Chong pair of socks and a Michael Myers pair of socks, which is cool because it goes along that those Michael Myers pairs of socks go along with the Michael Myers glow in the dark pin that I got from him last year. So it was cool to say hello to uh, him, pick up some things. Uh, I also picked up some magnets. Uh, there was there's a shop that every year that I've been there, the three years that I've gone now, there is one place that always shows up and they always have these cool magnets that I'm always like, yeah, what I'm going to buy them. I'm going to buy the magnets. I'm going to buy the magnets because it's TV shows, it's movies, it's posters, it's, it's shots from the movies. It's So they're very, you know, they're, they're just perfect for a little nerd like me. So I picked up a Jurassic Park magnet, uh, the Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark poster magnet. Uh, and then I also picked up a Tales from the Crypt magnet, which is so cool. Uh, and if you haven't done it yet, check out our Patreon for the Throw Me Podcast Network. Just search that on Patreon. And this weekend, you will actually get the first episode. Uh, Review It Rob and Zach are going to be going back, revisiting the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they have the first review of the first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Iron Man. So they'll be discussing that this weekend on the Patreon, uh, but you could also check out all of my Tales from the Crypt episodes with the Crypt of Horror, where we deep dive two episodes a month of the show Tales from the Crypt. Uh, there will be a new episode of that as well, dropping very soon on the Patreon, so uh, I had to grab that Tales from the Crypt magnet. Uh, I had to pick up something for the fiance as well. I can't come back with things for myself and nothing for her, so I went to uh, this one stand, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but I know he was based out of California, just to show you how far these exhibitors travel from, which is, again, why I say if you go to a con, make sure you pick something up from these people, because they are. They're traveling. Last year, when I picked up the poster that I got signed by William Shatner for my mom, that guy was from New York. 
uh, a little bit, uh, a little more upstate New York, but he came from New York. He was a collector from up there that was that that brought his stuff down. So it's interesting to see where these people come come from and how far they travel, and you know they have to put up their own expense as well. So buying something from them helps them out, and you're supporting people that love the same thing you love, which is why they're selling it. But uh, there was one spot. They had a ton of supernatural stuff, and there was a supernatural T-shirt that I really wanted, and it was the Scooby Natural one. So it's the animated version, all the, the all your Scooby Doo characters, but then the animated Sam Dean and Castiel uh, with the pentagram, and it says Scooby Natural on it, and all that stuff. So I, I had to get that for myself. But they also this guy, it was interesting. He had like ninety percent supernatural stuff. And then the other 10% of the stuff was all Harry Potter. So I got my t-shirt and then I got the fiance, uh, a Hogwarts blanket, Gryffindor, and she absolutely loved it. Uh, It replaces another blanket that our dogs, well, one dog accidentally chewed through. So the joke was, oh, this is a great blanket. Cannot wait for Belle to eventually chew through it. So... Uh, that's, that's just because the dog loves taking the bone and gets it buried under the blanket. I don't know how the hell she does it, but she manages to tear up blankets. So I got, uh, the fiance, the Hogwarts Gryffindor blanket, uh, as a way to be like, Hey, let's not talk about the amount of money I spent on the things I got. These, these new socks, these magnets for our fridge and this t-shirt that I'm going to wear out within the next year that I'll probably need to buy a new one of. Uh, because look, I got you a Gryffindor blanket. So that's day two of Awesome Con. After all of that, I went back to the hotel room. Uh, I hit up the whiskey bar on the top of my hotel again. I actually ate dinner at the hotel restaurant, which was really good. I got wings and a burger. Uh, I'm I'm a wing maniac. I will get chicken wings pretty much anywhere just because I'm always curious to try them. But really good wings. The burger was enjoyable as well, a bacon cheeseburger. Because again, if I'm going to buy some supernatural stuff, I'm going to get a bacon cheeseburger. I'm going to get my Dean Winchester on. You know what I'm saying? All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll bring you the final day of Awesome Con, the main stage that I sat at from morning to the end of the day, uh, growing up a Nick kid with Kel Mitchell and Melissa Joan Hart, the many roles of Giancarlo Esposito, Stranger Chats with Noah Schnapp, uh, Second Breakfast with Sean Astin. That's all coming up next week on the Mr. Wonderful Show. But make sure you go and subscribe again. Uh, Throw Me Podcast Network, Facebook, Throw Me Podcast Network on the Patreon, Throw Me Podcast Network on the TikTok. That's where you can see the video again that I mentioned of the Shang-Chi cast doing the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Karaoke sing-along. Uh, giving us, showing everybody in the crowd that little bit of what almost made it into the movie. Uh, But yeah, so much going on with the Throw Me Podcast Network. And again, every day we've got a new show for you. Uh, You can check out Metal Groove, Tombstone Josh on Mondays, Review at Rob show with Review at Rob talking entertainment, DC comics, stuff like that on Tuesdays. You're here on the Wednesday and then tomorrow more Zach Speakeasy. Plus, Haunter's Podcast drops as well every Sunday, Monday, as we are in haunt season and getting closer and closer uh, to Halloween Horror Nights. 
uh, where pretty much everybody from the Throw Me Podcast Network going to be hanging out uh, this September. So thank you all for the support. And until next week, peace and love.